I'm over 200 pounds. Me too. <laughs> we should be. We're tall. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> you kidding? You're not 5'4". <laughs> I'd be concerned at that point. <laughs> yeah. Short and Sorry squat. for all you 5'4", 250 people. Welcome to Our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are Porno Tongue and Church Tongue, Martin and Brady. What I'm saying is, and this is not a come on in any way, shape, or form, is that men and women can't be friends because the sex part always gets in the way. Hey, psycho, we're not going to discuss this, okay? It's over. Please get out of my Van Halen t-shirt before you jinx the band and they break up. I have loved her even when I hated her. Only married couples will understand that one. This week, we finally realized it's genre June, and we dove head over heels for one of the classic genres in the movie world, the rom-com. In true genre June fashion, all three of us picked one of our favorite romantic comedies to bring to the group. We laughed, we cried, we made old fashions. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think I love rom-coms. Do- these were all some good ones. These were great. These were great. Yeah, these were great rom coms. Fun, fun movies. If you have a good rom com, I think it's I think it's hard to beat. But there's a lot of shitty ones out there. I think. So I don't. I, I definitely wasn't like dreading watching. Like yeah. we, what we know is that we almost did this last week, and I was like, I pushed something else in front, and yeah, we had to go see Top Gun. <laughs> Ultimately, <laughs> made the right call. Um, made the right choice. But I was like, oh yeah, I was like, and maybe it was just a three movie thing. I was just like, oh, I just I really wasn't looking forward to it. All of them are older, you know. Everything, all of these are over ten years old, and and then I watched <laughs> Crazy Stupid Love to Me. Is, uh, sorry, I know, I but it is. It, <laughs> um, then I watched all three of these back to back to back, and I was like, that was that was a good that was a good three nights in a row yeah. of watching movies. Yeah, I think I think the big thing is a strong, funny male lead. <laughs> yes, <laughs> maybe that uh, that makes it. There uh, goes half our good. listener. <laughs> <laughs> I think also. Part of it was that you have, you know, just a different way of kind of approaching it all, right? You know, we all pick something different, and I picked a classic rom-com, uh, When Harry Met Sally. And it was the first one ever. It, I, I, it, to, it is the, the template, right? Yeah. In a lot of ways. Hence why this is a not an, a classic genre. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's for, for the modern rom-com, yes. it's the template. But yes, obviously, I mean, it refers to Casablanca, which is probably the classic, classic um, rom- is that a rom-com. Broadway play? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you never seen Casablanca? No. Humphrey Bogart, Ingrid no. Bergman? It's really good. Have you ever seen it? Bits and pieces. I've never Bits seen it. Yeah, it's, it's also one of, my, one of my favorite movies. It's, re- it's really good. It's not just good for it because it's, uh, it's not a comedy. I shouldn't, I shouldn't call it a comedy. Well, it has oh, a happy ending. That doesn't make it a comedy. Well, <laughs> in the Shakespearean way. It has a, Shakespearean it has a great way. ending. It has right. a great ending. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a happy ending either. It's just, it's a, it's a really, it's just a really good Is movie. Is it romantic? Because um, it's clearly not comedic. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really what bad. classifies anymore? <laughs> um, but w- when Harry met Sally... Uh, it, it, it is the template for the modern rom-com. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the writer and director and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, do you want to get into why, why you picked it? Yeah, yeah. Joanna, this was your choice. So uh. so this was my choice just because, again, this was one, obviously we've we've talked about it, many people have talked about it as it being the template. Um, I had never really seen it all the way through in its entirety, so I wanted to go... Me either. 
Yeah. I wanted to go there and see like, okay, what are they really talking about? And, and it's great. It, like, yeah. you just, you hit the beats. It's not, it wasn't too much. It wasn't too sappy. And obviously if you're watching it now, you're coming at it from a different viewpoint, but it was kind of great. Cause it was just like little snippets of their life here and there. And then you see how their lives change and all the, the stages they go through. And you see that in a ton of movies now, you know, basically any rom-com with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, what's the one where he's all big at first? And then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just friends. friends. Yeah. Just friends. But yeah, the, like you said, they set a template, they have a relationship, then you see like their relationship changes and they're not in sync anymore and then something else happens and they can come back to sync and you know they always still have that want to be with each other. The other thing that I kind of liked, or I, I really liked, was the little vignettes in between with yeah. the, the couples. Mm, I didn't love that. See, that feels very Rob Reiner to me, who's the director of this, yeah. who does, who did, like, this is Spinal Tap and is very much into that, like, pseudo-documentary yeah. um, style, uh, which I, th- I think he just likes likes to pull, pull from that kind of stuff. I liked some of them where, so there were some where you're just like, all right, you're listening to the story, but the one... Well, they weren't real, pe- real people either. They were yeah, they were all, actors, all actors. Yeah. telling real stories. Real stories. Yeah. yeah. Just the one where the woman's like, oh, yeah, you, I found him, and he was like a good melon. <laughs> and I'm like, that's that's your relation? How you find your husband? is he, He's like, like a good melon? You like thumped him on the head? and All right, we're good to go. 52 years. And see, I, I saw it first when I was a kid. Like, I think probably 10, 11, 12, some, some, somewhere around that age. I liked it then, but this, is the, this was the first time I saw it full on as adult and definitely since I've, since I've had kids and yeah, I, I found it to be like right, right from the beginning. And I thought they played young really well. You know, like, I don't know what age, I didn't look up what age they were, but like that, the first meeting when he was like in college, like he just played such a good Billy Crystal played, I think such a good, like whatever I could care less. I got, college guy. I, I got my first take technicality. Right I, right, I want to see if you got it with me right out of the gate. So they left the University of Chicago to for New York, and then immediately they were heading south on Lakeshore Drive into the city, <laughs> north of the Hancock. <laughs> I said the exact same thing. I, I nope. did not even notice that. Uh, no, nope. disappointing. By the way, yeah, I can't believe it. Uh, I was like, well, that's north of the city. I was like, why would why? How did they get there? Yeah, no, not. That's just a. I get it. The skyline's beautiful. I very much agree. But they went for the shot instead of the logistical. Uh, Factual, factual, yeah, <laughs> the, way that, the way that it should have been. And, but in New York, dropped him off, and and that's where it was at the end of the movie too. Like it was up in front of that, uh, I think it's like Washington, Washington Square Park Square or something right, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't notice that as as a kid either. But I like that, like kind of full circle. That's when he realizes he loves her. It's the the moment, the the where, where she dropped him off when they when they first met too. So I had never seen this. <laughs> Brady's got notes. Uh, um, <laughs> not a ton, but I think I have a realization. I don't particularly like Billy Crystal. Oh, no! I yeah, because I, I guess what I said, it's the strong way at least. I, I thought all three of them were, were good in this. I don't always love Billy Crystal, I don't but I do love him. I dislike him, yeah. but I don't really think he's that great. I and felt like he was a more charming Seinfeld. That's, I, I was totally going to say Seinfeld <laughs> for, for, to, to get, try to get Brady on board, but you'd prefer Jerry in this one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have preferred almost it. I don't know what it is about him. And I it, I think it's pretty much across the board. I have never – he just doesn't strike the note for me. That's All right. We're going to have to do City Slickers, see if that's – It, won't, it won't change your mind, though. Never yeah. seen that. And that's, I know you haven't, but <laughs> yeah. I don't think that will change your mind. Well, I think maybe the rest of America agrees with you because they, really? because they switched them out for – 
Tom Hanks in Sleepless in Seattle. Well, obviously. Nora Ephron <laughs> no, wrote that. No brainer. <laughs> she wrote this and she wrote that and then continued that Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks pair in You've Got Mail in 98. So I wonder like, if again, there was a thing. chemistry, like a, what do they call it? Like the she, feedback they get. They sure. Get. I mean, Sleepless in Seattle, I think, was. Or if it was just, hey, this is a, it just happens to be her. And then they put a new guy out there, and then that worked well. It worked even better, I think, than, yeah. than this. The I, focus I mean, I, testing. My understanding was that everybody liked Billy Crystal, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just something isn't working for me with him. And I thought it a lot throughout the movie, and I was like, it just this is pretty much universal for me. I don't know that there's anything I've seen him in where I've been like, he's awesome. I, I, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, and I, I don't think I liked him when I was a kid as much. Well, I'm and a kid. I, <laughs> and I don't. It, and now it's more just like I'm. I'm when I'm watch, looking at watching it again. I'm remembering him better than it was. So I'm giving giving it more credit that way. Sure. Um, but the thing I wanted to mention um, to, to with the sleep, sleepless in Seattle and you've got mail thing is that that Nora Ephron definitely likes to reference old movies. Like in this one, in When Harry Met Sally, she references Casablanca. In Sleepless in Seattle, it's the whole thing is based on An Affair to Remember, which is an old Cary Grant movie where they meet at the top of the... Um, Space Needle. No. Uh, oh, you mean the real Empire one. State Building. Em- okay. Empire State Building. So that's like an iconic thing now for, for both movies. Like people used to go Obli- there. Oblivion. For an... <laughs> <laughs> Oblivion kept kept that tradition going, and then in You've Got Mail, it's it's basically a remake of an old um, Jimmy Stewart movie called um, The Shop Around the Corner. So there's there's something to her like watching rom- old romantic movies and plagiarizing, uh, not, not plagiarizing, <laughs> but but really weaving them into the story in in a very kind of kind of cool way. I think when you're a writer, it's called an illusion oh. <laughs> <laughs> with an A. <laughs> Not like the prestige illusions <laughs> or Job's illusions. Um, did you guys happen to watch this movie with subtitles? Uh, yes, I tried to. Yeah. Well, oh, wait, but you, Johnny, I know you didn't watch it on Netflix. So did? Yeah, I think I put did. You notice on. anything? I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> no. on on Netflix, you didn't notice, in my opinion, on Netflix, the subtitles were edited, so oh. the swear words were not in the subtitles. Oh, that's no fun. I it. The first time it happened, I was like, did, did I just, wait, it was like, yeah, like the first time fuck was fool, <laughs> shit was hell, and fucking was boffing. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. That's an improvement. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? I don't, I've never seen that before. So I was just curious. Uh, like I said, Johnny, I know you didn't watch it on Netflix, so I, I, I don't know if it's my Netflix. I don't know if, <gasps> holy shit. I just realized, no, I just realized it. It is, because I I just searched for it. Yeah, and In it the just started profile? it. And Roman's always on at last, so it it's because it was under a kid's profile. But they said the word. But they said the word, so that doesn't need <laughs> the purpose. So as long as my kid Kids can can't read. can't read when he can hear, <laughs> kid can't even read. <laughs> I would have been fine. Um, how do we feel about Meg Ryan then? Brady, um, I'm asking Brady first. Well, she's. Always been striking. Are you being serious? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't love her. Uh, super, I didn't her early hair, but uh, it was a lot better in Top Gun <laughs> or better in this. Um. <laughs> so she's a little. I don't love her character as much in this. She's like, you know, the 
I love I love his whole sp- and, and the this, neuroses, the ordering yeah, the, on the, the side, high, the yeah, high maintenance. Like, yeah, you're the worst kind. You're high maintenance, <laughs> but you think you're low maintenance. Yeah. I the, the number of times I've said that, but I always like forget that it. That's just in my in yeah. my brain as like an actual type of person. I loved. I thought the writing was really good yeah. in a lot of different parts. That's a great example of it. Yeah, and Crystal delivered that you know well. But mm-hmm. it was yeah. I didn't. Uh, she yeah. I don't know. I don't. It's early. <laughs> early she floor. hadn't okay. found her stride yet. All right, all right. I didn't like her. Yeah, that's why I, I don't. I've never like been a huge fan. Um, but but she's she's good in this. I I, I appreciate the movies. You've got mail. I don't. I've seen, but I've I don't never really. Seen it. Well, Sleepers in Seattle and when Harry got when Harry met Sally. I do. <laughs> you got We got to go deep in rom coms. You could have went. You could have. <laughs> we could have put a lot of rom coms in. I think I would have been all right. Um, but yeah, you know, so you you don't particularly care for her either. No, I just I felt like. Honestly, I felt like they would have written her a little bit stronger, but she was kind of very passive, and I didn't care for that. But, you know, I would have to see, you know, like you said, you've got mail and sleepless in Seattle, see if they've improved on that. But, yeah, I didn't. She was just kind of there to kind of accentuate Billy Crystal and his 16-year-old Jewish man like <laughs> mentality in a 22-year-old body. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the first movie I saw her in was. Or like what was this one of her first? Mm, yeah, I mean after be. Top Gun, right? Joe versus the volcano. It looks like <laughs> it's it is the first uh, For, her she's, first. She's big, not like, in Joe lead. versus the volcano. Oh yeah, she is. What year? The was year that? after. Year after. Okay. The Presidio, DOA, Promised Land. Those oh, are all... Inner Space before this. Yeah, 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 inner yeah, Space yeah. is the first one I saw her. In. I, I, I just skip right Inner Space. Yeah, Inner Space is one of those. That's probably why you love her. Yeah, <laughs> that's got, I fell that's in love with her the same time as Dennis Quaid. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because Top Gun really didn't. She wasn't getting anything out of right. there. I mean, wasn't. Yeah, she's she in wasn't Top in Gun, but right. it's uh, she's there, Mrs. Goose. One of the things. So I, I went old school. I rented this from the library. Nice, <laughs> good old fashioned DVD. I appreciate that. Right, and uh, did anybody else realize how long the opening credits were? No. You know, I was, I was actually like typing during it, like because it was one of those I knew I didn't have to pay attention in the beginning, so I wasn't. There's like, yeah. like a like a piano theme playing. And There's like music credits. and stuff, but yeah. it was like long. It felt oh. like it was like three, four minutes of just opening credits. 80s, 80s Maybe man. You're just coming out of watching the Top Gun opening credits, so you're just like, those are the best ever. Oh, hell yes. So these just felt long and boring. What if I can find that on YouTube? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah. But the other thing that I picked up while watching those eight, min- eight minutes of credits is, uh, did you know who the director of photography was? No. Barry Sonnenfeld. Ah. Director of? Uh, Men in Black, I think. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm a fan of Barry Sonnenfeld. Men in Black. Well. It's great. I, showed the, I told you I showed the kids Men in Black, and they were, they were into it. I, I it feel like good. that makes sense. Yeah. I, mean, it, yeah. I thought about it. I'm like, I think this could, this could play. Yeah. And it played. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so the Meg Ryan... A very famous scene, perhaps what the movie's most known for, for sure. Yeah, would Hands say, down. right? Is the, the Katz's Deli? The, yeah, which I didn't know was Katz's, but I I saw that in the notes, and I assume you've been there. Been there? Yeah, I have not. Did but. you get pastrami on rye? Oh yeah, I mean it's the only way to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I don't you can't want lose your ticket. I think I did actually steal the ticket, and they didn't charge me for it. I didn't realize I was supposed to. Like, so the person I was with is like, what's the, try uh, to keep so your ticket. Tell, tell the listeners what's the so what's the, the deal with the ticket? Is like, you, they give you the ticket, and it's everything. Like, your whole order is on there, and you have to pay for it at the end. It's basically like you're, if you if you want to keep it as a souvenir, they can assume that you I don't know that you 
took more than you ordered. I, I have no idea why, but it's it's a it's a whole big thing that you have to it's make sure thing. to keep it. Yeah, uh, to to hand it in when you when you walk out. Um, so yeah, I I think I kept it, but I don't even know if I have it. Any, I might have it in the shoebox somewhere. Yeah, but. one of those things. You <laughs> I thought. remember I argued with the guy. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have it. I didn't know. You know, <laughs> and he was like, Fine, <laughs> dummy, get out of here. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I saw those cats. I immediately thought of you. I was like, oh, I bet he's, uh, I bet he, I bet Martin's been there. Yeah. At and least for, once. I mean, a great scene. There's no way that she would have done it like that. The character that she is being so like, exactly. right. There's no way she would, but it, it, she did great. Like, and I saw the woman. Yes. Who, uh, say it. Yeah. I know who, what you're who said, say. I'll, I'll have what she's having, yeah. which I think has became, has become equally as, uh, iconic. as iconic is, yeah. uh, was Reiner's mom. Yep. So. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd heard that. <laughs> Which is extra funny. But. <laughs> and now we have our template laid. Yeah. It's out there. And then we jump to your movie, Martin, The Wedding Singer from 1998. From 1998. So we're like, we're almost a, a, a decade later. We, we can later. call it a decade. We'll call it, we'll call yeah. it a decade later. Um, so we're in, into the next kind of level. Um, I... I always love this movie because I think it's just got, uh, we've talked about this before, just a lot of heart. Like, I don't particularly love any single, like, I don't, I think I love Adam Sandler movies as much as maybe, I feel like Jelani might be the biggest, no, not the biggest Sandler fan. Okay. Yeah. Just just I, for click. I, I been, yeah, just yeah. click, apparently. Just that click, apparently. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale, I get it. I mean, it. I know. <laughs> I get it. I, it's a hard um, thing for me to get But, back. I mean, that's not to say, you know, I love Billy Madison, love Happy Gilmore, I, but I, there's, you know, there's a lot of, I'm not like the hugest Adam Sandler fan. Definitely not the biggest Drew Barrymore fan. Again, before this, I would have said like rom coms in general aren't aren't my thing. But I always love this movie. I just think it's I think it's really kind of sweetly and nicely nicely done uh, with a, a great great ending um, and kind of surprising to come from like the the Sandler crew that does the happy what Happy Madison Productions or whatever. I think that's a Happy Madison production, right? I, I think don't know if I saw might that not beforehand. Be I didn't see it either. It wasn't, think, but, yeah, but it th- seems like it's a lot of the same crew, right? Like yeah, yeah Steve Buscemi but it was written by someone else, directed yeah. by someone else. Yeah, I, and, and that might be why. Um, but but yeah, so it was like a surprising um, turn from them, and that's that's why I, why I picked it too because it's also more in the I think in the comedy vein than than just you know than just ro- romance you yes. know like this isn't one that like your girlfriend or wife is gonna probably take you to see it's more the ones that we're gonna force them to see I had never seen it oh you never seen it either <laughs> neither had I we're all three not all three of these were new for you because you, yeah you obviously you picked the last one yeah no you hadn't seen it either July no and and Jen owns a copy of it wow I thought so what you guys think I, I literally thought I had I know enough like references I think from over time that I think and I probably have seen like ten minutes here and there you know but for sure there was like a bunch of them I had no idea most of the movies so I'm like I have never seen this hmm. all the way through for yeah. sure uh, all right first impressions guys Jelani? it was charming it was fine I didn't love it especially because. I watched this back to back with our our last movie, yeah, last night, and pulled like almost an all nighter with those two. But because I knew what was coming, I was kind of like, all right, let me get through this. But to your point with Sandler, like I like some of his movies, but I there are more like quotes and things like that from different movies, like you know, in Big Daddy, the uh, when he's talking to kids about drinking, he's yeah. like, you guys know about rum? And he's like, and he does it here too, right? yeah, <laughs> with the kid who throws up in the garbage can. <laughs> But he says rum too. It's, it's like, yeah, yeah it's rum like, in oh, that wait, coke. Wait, is there rum? Is there rum in that? No, it's just coke. <laughs> um, so yeah, so like Jen and I will trade off those quotes and things like that. But this one isn't one that like sticks out and stands out. But it was 
He was charming. I, I will give it that. So the other reason I, I like is the, the music element, right? Like the 80s music. I like the soundtrack a lot. Um, there's David Bowie, Psychedelic Furs, Billy Idol cameo, you know, a whole Boy George thing with Van Halen George, reference. Van Halen reference, which was, which was my, my quote for the movie. So, so that, of, of course, is going to strike a chord for me. So <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> the first note I had was I was like, what perfect casting at the right time for Sandler? He was fresh. Obviously, always love the singing aspect. That's been a part of his comedy. And I feel like he sounded better than he does. Like I don't know if they like auto-tuned him <laughs> up, but he actually was hitting the notes that he never does. I At feel times, like. I think he was. I don't know. And maybe he just stopped caring. Or maybe it wasn't him. Older, I don't but... know. Or they just, they just they, they put, some, <laughs> put some gloss, some polish yeah. on, on his voice. But I definitely was like, I was like, man, what, a, what great casting. Um, so there's a connection between this movie and When Harry Met Sally. And I don't know if you caught that. It's it would be it would be a hard thing to catch without reading some of the notes that I that I did. Carrie Fisher was asked to help the script. She worked six. She's uncredited, but she worked on the script for six months to help uh, fine tune oh. it. Uh, okay, and she was in when we didn't say it, but she was in when Harry met Sally. Right. Yeah. So there is a, actually a connection. Carrie Fisher is a connection between both of these. Interesting. Yeah, she, she spent six months on it, making it her special mission to, quote, add heart and strength and dimension to the Drew Barrymore character. Which I, I think I think they accomplished. Like I said, like I don't particularly love her, but I, I love her character in this. I think Julia is like a really sweet, good um, Yeah. Like you you could see you could see why they would they would get together. You know, you could see why he would fall for her. Um she just way but be- way better than <laughs> It's way too good for Glenn. <laughs> Where have we seen that guy before? You know, I can't, I, I can't quite. I, I, I looked. I, it I up, only think of him as the guy from Wedding Singer. And it I feel didn't like jump seen. out at me as to uh, as to what it was. Nothing really jumped out at me. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I definitely recognize him. Um, but even what he's known for is nothing that. Well, he was in Angie Tribeca on TBS, so Jelani probably watched all that. <laughs> That's a show name. <laughs> it's um, heard of that. He does Rashida Jones. <laughs> ah, I love Rashida Jones. Yeah, he does a lot of TV. It looks like I don't. I he don't know. He looks kind of like Dominic West. Okay, ish. He looks. Ish. Yeah, he yeah, looks I, like I he could be a stand-in for Dominic West. Yeah, and so that's what I actually put like early McNulty. Like he gave me very big <laughs> Biff from Back to the Future yes. vibes for some reason. Um, well. So what's funny is because of the DeLorean that he drove. Oh, that might have been it too. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. But, but I love that those all those eighties stuff. The CD player. Yeah. No, um, it's a CD player. <laughs> it cost me seven hundred bucks. That he sells junk bonds. But he's like high yield bonds. You so know, just all of it. The it's role good. of Glenn was written with Jim Carrey in mind. Oh, um, and that might have stolen the show. Uh, they almost considered Christopher McDonald, who you okay. may, yeah, Shooter McGavin, who you may know <laughs> as Shooter McGavin. Um, and I was like, and and so have been fun. I read that and I was like, man, I think that would have worked really well. Actually, that would have that would have been hilarious. But, but then would they have been, would he have become shooter like later on? No, this is this after. Is, this is after. Oh, was it? Yeah, this is oh, two yeah. years later. Oh, yeah. So that's not surprising. It, it might seen have been it. hard to know to not see shooter specifically. Yeah, that but, would have been. But I mean, shooter would have been. Perfect. I think that's his like Instagram handle. Like he's he leans into it. <laughs> oh no, he's all in now. That's at the time probably it probably was. Yeah, but. I think at the time I, I don't know that he was. <laughs> this is golf. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I also like the the original songs that adam sandler sings like the Did first <laughs> i love the girl girl old with you the one at the end i think is a is a very good song and i like again that they tie it into the, the line that she you know she said to him and i think it's one of the better moments again really good acting on drew's part like when 
she's listening to what you know what's oh, one of our one of our first class passengers is singing going to sing a song to inspired by one of our um coach uh passengers passengers and then she realizes it's a song for her like the her the way her face changes is like i think one of the, it's like the best scene scene of the movie like that's that's what makes it a good rom-com that's in, not in my what opinion. i think is the best scene of the movie <laughs> right, you're gonna go for some comedy because the best scene in the movie in my opinion yeah is john lovitz <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I don't think I thought that the first time I saw it. So I'm surprised you, you I, got there so fast. I want the second so wedding singer. They, sh- they missed a, an opportunity to have a second wedding singer a year later, just <laughs> off John Lovitz. That actually character, is a good idea. And that would have. Cr- he is amazing. So you love John amazing. Lovitz, but don't like Billy Crystal. I feel like they're kind of on this in the same vein, um, or just in this movie. Well, sp- yeah, but I'd say across the board, I think John Lovitz has maybe laughed many times M- more than Billy. Well, yeah, I don't think Billy Crystal would be me laughing. All right, all right, but. all right. Fair <laughs> enough. I, I, I want to go back and just finish, just finish my thought on yeah the, the, the other original song. The only reason I Sorry. like it is because it's it has that like slow, fast thing <laughs> that he's just screaming. Yeah, he's like, I'm, <laughs> it's funny. Kill me, please. <laughs> yeah, I'll like that stuff is to me. It's like a template for grunge, you know, which came a few years later and alternative music in general. Her like face the, lit up at like that pixies. one too. <laughs> She, she somehow liked it. <laughs> somehow liked it. John Lovitz, the new new <laughs> knew he was going crazy, and that was a weird scene too. That was a very like the slow behind Adam the Sandler. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, his could be good for me. It, it was, was like, so <laughs> funny. He it was he killed. I thought it was amazing. It was like one of the best one minute roles. In a- <laughs> and then what's with what's with uh, Adam Sandler movies and people dancing with each other. And like that, that shouldn't be dancing together. Like I feel like he always has like at the end of <laughs> um, probably make it, make Billy it Madison. Laugh. Yeah, it just makes it, he's like, wouldn't it be funny if this person was dancing with yeah, this person? Like, what if, oh, you're grabbing a kid's ass, so let them grab you. You're dancing with the clown, or who was right. it at the end? The chicken. Yeah, penguin, <laughs> penguin, penguin, God, chicken. What is wrong with that? Uh, yeah, it's too hot for. Sorry, yeah, for penguin. To John Lovitz really, really crushed it in my opinion. I was very much very happy with it. <laughs> and the other uh, line that really made me laugh was when that woman in first class goes, "What's the Mile High Club?" <laughs> <laughs> and Billy Idol looks over at her. <laughs> Billy Idol was was great too. I, nice, I nice cameo. Nice, nice touch. So, yes, not not the best movie of all time, but certainly you know a quick jaunt through, and and I think just uh, worth a couple. Like every time I've seen it, I've never been disappointed. So the uh, the Julia Gulia. <laughs> That why is that funny? I don't know. <laughs> so that made me think. My Jen worked with a woman of every Julia you've ever known. Yeah, every oh, yeah. Julia you I, have ever known is Julia Gulia. Now, so you yeah. knew that line before this. Yes. Yeah. So, you've so heard, I knew of it. I just didn't know where it came from. Got it. But to that point, my wife worked with a woman whose name was Jody Doty. That's awesome. And you're just like Why? Jody Doty. Like, we like to pody. <laughs> learn, learn your last name's going to be before you get married. Well, I mean, what do you do if you love the person? What are you hyphenate. To? Yeah, <laughs> just not change your name. You don't yeah, have to. You don't have to. It's but 2022. Her, her, well, her maiden name was Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Jody Cody Doty sells peyote. <laughs> but the creme de la creme, Brady. Crazy Stupid Love. Ah, uh, yes. 2011. My, uh, it was the first thing that came to mind when we started talking about rom-coms. Obviously because it was, you know, during my lifetime. So, <laughs> I, uh, it's awesome. It's so good. It really is. It's awesome. It's a really good movie. There's, I mean, I, I almost 
it just would would classify as it just you don't have to be like it's good for a rom com. It's just a good movie. It's a really yeah. good movie. Um, I it's been a couple of years since I've seen it. I and I it didn't take long, and I was like, oh yeah, I was like, this is such a phenomenal opening opening to a rom com with the I want a divorce. Like obviously, <laughs> it's like the first thing that happens. So like you obviously don't really know what's going down in the movie it's you know assuming your first time watching it and it's like if you're off the track like immediately and i feel like it's a perfect a perfect setup for for the rom-com i just thought and then just the chaos like they're kind of laying the groundwork but there's so much happening mm-hmm. i just feel like it's but they organize it's perfectly done it's not in a bad way yeah, yeah. i agree 100 percent. like like you said the opening scene where they're I want a divorce. Crumb brulee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At count of three, just say what you want for, for dinner. <laughs> um, and then just the way that Steve Carell's awkwardness comes through, like to a T, you're just like, you feel so bad for him every single time he tries to do something. And you're just like, he's another black haired actor that I like. So that doesn't have any inf- impact on my Billy Crystal liking Martin. Just so you know, like, <laughs> I do like him. But but I think I, he's the movie wouldn't be as good without I'm saying a, just the strong. It would male be terrible lead. if Billy Crystal was in it. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> um, it he is. It's funny because I was watching. I mean, I think everyone there's everyone knows who Steve Carell is, and I think obviously you know him from The Office, and mm-hmm. that's probably numero uno. And he's done numerous movies, and I I think in my head I don't think he's done that many good movies and he, i think I've, what i've come to realize is he's done way more good movies than i realized yeah. and when i'm watch, watching this i'm like oh yeah he's awesome in this like yeah, i mean we've talked about him twice before with yeah 40 year old virgin twice and <laughs> <laughs> come on who's been there twice deep, in one year deep pull sorry <laughs> that's from what there's something about mary yeah right? yeah um nice um um, but yeah, he, we we talked about him in that movie and uh, Little Miss Sunshine, which he was very a very small we didn't role. Do, we didn't do something about Mary. No, I'm sorry, not there's something about Mary. <laughs> what did I say? Forty year old, forty year old virgin, forty year old virgin, yeah. And Little um, Miss Sunshine. And Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. Did I not say forty year old forty year old virgin earlier? <laughs> not that okay. I heard. But right, my bad. I meant to in my head, but <laughs> run the you, tape. You, <laughs> you cut me off. But he is. He's cult. good. He's and he he. And not, it's it's not the awkwardness that he'd had in Forty Year Old Virgin, but right. he is. So I said one thing: like the cast is phenomenal, like yes. phenomenal. Love Julianne Moore, Ju- fun, great actress in like every sense of the word. Like she is a top tier actress. Yep. And you have them too. You have Emma Stone, young but on the rise at the time. Um, Marissa Tomei. Those are three Oscar winners, Julian, and then they have two Oscar nominees and Carell and just God damn, Ryan Gosling's hot, <laughs> stunning, charming, confident, attractive. Those He's are my just, three notes. There is just it's. I'm with Emma Stone. It's unfair. So, <laughs> I'm so glad you guys are saying it. It's not me. Gushing. I got no problem no, saying not it. at all. How could you watch this and he, not be impressed? He steps on. I the thought sc- I might be the only one. This is my, no. This he stepped about. on the screen the first time you see him. You're just like. All right, I get it. He, yeah, yes. you can buy me a drink. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. He's crushing. What are we drinking? <laughs> Who wouldn't believe it? I mean, the guy owns it. You only need about sixteen items to totally change your wardrobe. <laughs> oh, I felt like I felt like there was a mess there. We, literally, I called that line out when he uh, when he's helping Carell, you yeah. know, improve his life. He's like, a man your age only needs sixteen items to improve his uh, wardrobe, and yeah. then right then, 
Carell opens his the, the, wallet, the Velcro, Velcro wallet, wallet. Yeah. and I was I told Mary I was like ah oh. I was like the perfect line there is like make that seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. I but I I love it. They come the way back they did to it. it. They do yeah. come back to it because he's like, "Do you have wallets?" But but I just like the, the, his reaction, his disgust, the look yes. on his face, and he just <laughs> he just leans back slightly <laughs> and just looks down, like, "What are you doing with that thing?" And it is great. But the, all those the things new balances. are why, in my opinion, so no doubt, Gosling smoke show. Yeah. But all the, there's so many little subtlety things that he does. Like that, like mm-hmm. the lean back, the the look of disgust. Like he owns this this role. Like Absolutely. it's really, really impressive in my opinion. And I honestly, I do think he was already, I would say, yeah, a vault this is post, straight post notebook. And everyone, right? Everyone but in terms of yeah, that. he was getting more stuff. But like, I, I mean, he was. This was a boost on the trajectory upward, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we talked about him too in Blade Runner twenty forty nine and hopefully how much we love that movie. <laughs> At some point, and yeah, hopefully we'll see. We'll just see more more good shit coming from we'll run, uh, run this from back. <laughs> the Gray Man coming out later this year. That's his it's, like spy thriller. Okay, nice. Yeah, bring, bring checking, it on. Checking boxes. Okay. What'd you think of the um, the sun? Uh, again, this is probably like the third maybe third maybe fourth time I've seen it. And I kind of get it more. Like I like that they that the dad uh, that Steve Carell calls out. He's like he's such a weird kid, isn't he? You know, like like it's I I just like that. Ah, his hair's his hair's a sheepdog. <laughs> <laughs> and and obviously it was a little over the top with him. But 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 it started like I think the first time I saw it, I was like you know no kid would ever do that. But then I get it. Like that that is the character that the kid just does this weird kind of shit and will profess his love and you know it's the whole soulmate thing ties it together at the end so I, what i'm saying is as as i was watching it this time it it felt more cohesive and it, like it made more sense you know? so that was one of my favorite parts about the movie is there are like three or four storylines yeah. going on and they are all interwoven right yes. indirectly and directly and it's so perfectly done that like you just it it allows them to weave between them yeah so easily so much so that i thought they they do such a great job of emma stone you not knowing that yeah. she's a part yes. of this whole thing and so when that finally hits it's like oh my god it's even more interwoven than i realized yeah you guys had no idea right the first time you saw it that oh that, no no i don't i would be hard pressed for someone to say they, they saw yeah, it i mean unless you were like red hair red hair i was obviously in Right. <laughs> there was there was like no no clues or anything. And it is. It's just such a the way they both are like, well, yeah, what are you doing here? It was yeah, Nana, Nana instead of Hannah. Right. And so like it's not like you heard the name and were like, oh well maybe this is you know, it was yeah. like that is my favorite scene in the whole oh, it's, movie. It's, and it's, they, they when they show so up well. at the party. Oh, and yeah. Like, and everything starts to come like, to realize and they're like, Yeah. It's so so good. I Jen and I were watching last night where I intended on watching just like the first half of it and then coming back to it and she's like you're not watching just the first half of this movie. It's too good. We're watching the oh, whole thing. And, and see, I think just after that is actually one better is him. Uh, sorry, him being Gosling. You know, they have their moment, but then uh, Kevin Bacon shows up and he says his name and he's like, oh, hold on. And he, and he literally like t- either takes the ring off or Lynn turns Hagen. it. Lynn Hagen. Lynn Hagen. And he goes over and just smokes him. And I was like, that's amazing. But it's like, because it's like, even though they have this whole thing right now, it's like, that's off the table. Like, he knows what went down with this dude and it's yes. not going down. So, um, why does everyone in the bar know about Lynn Hagen? <laughs> 
Be better than the Gap. So be better than the Gap. It's such a God. The Gap had to hate this movie. <laughs> yeah, because Gap ain't that bad, right? Am I am I crazy and say that New Balances? I agree. No, no New Balances, no Velcro wallet. But you could have Gap jeans. That's okay, right? Uh, no, I think no good. I think you're putting yourself in a corner. And nobody puts Brady in a corner. <laughs> One of the things that we noticed this time, and I, I wondered if you guys noticed, was did you feel like Gosling lost, like was just laughing through some of his scenes with either 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 Emma Stone or Steve Carell? Like there were times when I felt like he just broke and he was just cracking. Oh, up. I didn't notice. I did that. not notice that either. I think they just like rolled it in because it's just how he would react with Emma to Stone. It. He was definitely like. They had their scenes where they were just laughing and having a fun. Like, right. So I didn't. Th- I really. Maybe I wasn't. I kind of took attention. it as. I kind of took it as. Yes. Either. Either he broke, but it was more just that he was so amused with her. Right. Yes. Being the complete opposite of of most women that that he sees, and just how how flustered she was with everything, and how much he actually liked that and was attracted to her and and falling in love with her as opposed to just wanting to sleep with her that i think that was it and then as it kept going that they didn't sleep together that that first night they were just talking the whole you know the whole time and that was very different for him so yeah i think like great love story between them two um like you're saying there's lots going on it was a great great love story between julianne moore and steve carell too i think that was you know a very real kind of look at you know the hard harshness of, of marriage and yeah. divorce and realities of those kinds of things and and yeah and, and, and I know to, to some degree yes the the boy and the the babysitter and the babysitter fa- yeah the babysitter having a crush on Steve Carell is also kind of a that, kind of a stretch yeah there we're getting into I well, feel like but it also again it, it it works to to tie it all together with uh, yeah. with the relationship with the son and and the speech and all that so. That's what Jelani. I was I was thinking you were going to say when you were going down that path. I thought you were going to say something I had uh, called out. Did you notice? I thought it was an interesting. I don't think I'd picked up on this before, and maybe it's because we've already we've done this more recently. But I thought it was interesting that, or ironic, I don't know, that Emma Stone goes the complete opposite of her super bad role. Where she wants to get hammered so she can sleep with the person, which I was like, "Oh, this is literally the opposite of." Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a little much. When she starts, she starts Hill. drinking, <laughs> drinking that, the gin. That, who was her boyfriend? Was that uh, Josh? Josh Groban. It was right. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Um, when it, that was just a little much. When she just starts drinking people's Gins drinks, I'm like, gin? "All right, let's." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't don't fortunately know any girls (laughs) I don't think that like would lose their mind if they didn't get proposed to yeah so I think I've communicated all those well it wasn't it wasn't that I don't think she even wanted to get proposed to I think she was just like you're really Um, you're really not gonna you're you're thinking about being with me like what her friend was telling her yeah side note how did the friend not become a star she crushed she was great I looked yeah. her up. She's in like TV shows. She should have been in bigger stuff. Uh, she was good. She was on NCIS. I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure she's getting paid. I'm just saying. Like I was like, Liz was awesome. Yeah, Liz. She did a really good job. Yes, I agree. I, she I, got we, we got I her like bang her for herself. a buck. Everything she was in, she hit out of the park. <laughs> yeah, the uh, you were talking about Gosling and uh, when I'm he a, took her home. Yeah, and uh, so the when they're rehearsing for the dirty dancing scene. Yeah unbeknownst to emma stone she didn't realize she had a phobia of being lifted high up until he did it the first time and she had a full-on meltdown which gosling described as quote like a possum falling out of a tree and trying to scratch your eyes out (laughs) and she she ran away crying and had to lie in bed watching labyrinth to calm down (laughs) jennifer connelly Connelly. yeah (laughs) um that'll calm anyone down yeah right um 
she had fell when she was young. She fell off like the high bars and or some nonsense, and this it brought it all back. And so they had to use a stand-in to uh, to actually get the scene. Crazy, yeah, stupid a- love. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, yeah, title, no title. Do you you, uh, you don't love it? Steve Carell said he hates the title of the film, sta- hmm. stating he couldn't imagine a group of college guys saying, "I want five tickets to Crazy Stupid Love, please." One of the working titles Carell preferred was The Wingman, which he felt was a better description of, uh, of yeah, the film. Yeah, but I don't plot. know if I love that title better. And I guess they were like literally, I think they said they gave out like an iPad to anyone that could come up with the name, like on set, because mm-hmm. they had, they, no one had a name that they liked. This is, what they, this is what they settled on ultimately. I didn't really think about it prior to that, but I was curious if what you guys, yeah, I know we've I, talked about the names before. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely don't hate it. And, and I think it, it makes sense because of there is a lot of craziness. It, it, it's in some way it, the whole thing reminded me of like a much ado about nothing, like some kind of Shakespearean play where there's all this like this one seeing this and this is happening here, and then there's all these like inter- interconnectedness of it. Um, so yeah, I think I think it kind of fits because there's a lot of stupid shit, in it, a lot of crazy <laughs> stuff, and it's about love. Yeah. So yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I'm good with the title too. Uh, like you said, Martin. Like if you have a movie where you have four or five moving pieces and they eventually all come together yeah. at one point. Like I'm all for that at any time. You know, I love, we can go down the path of tons of movies that, that do that and have those inner interlaced storylines and things like that. So, um, yeah, I agree. Crazy, stupid love. It works. The only other two notes I had were Kevin Bacon and Ryan Gosling are artistic cousins. Huh? They Seven bo- degrees. They are both descendants of the English Baldwin family. Not to be confused with the Boston Baldwins, yes, the, the Alex Boston, and yeah, those, Daniels. I think and, those are the Irish Baldwins. <laughs> but guess, but. No surprise here. The screenplay was uh, featured in the 2010 Blacklist. Oh, look at that. Of course it was. It, just, it hits. Can we just see the Blacklist? And, like, <laughs> do people just wait for it and be like, all right, we're going to make all these because these are all awesome. Well, I think that uh, that is what, now that they, they put it all out there, it's, it's people that are, it's, the concept is that it's all movies that, people think are good that that just haven't that haven't been made so it, it's kind of like a running running list of the best but, place to pull from. so could you be on the blacklist multiple years no it's 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 a yeah, guy i wanted in 2010 no one did i still no one's making my movie in 2011 am i still on the blacklist yeah yeah because it's that's a, what he's saying yeah okay i got gotcha. you yeah. yeah it's because it was one guy that just he sent out and i guess uh I, I looked at i saw i looked into this or i saw a video on it jimmy black <laughs> I'm making a list. Uh, Shane Black's brother. He's just he oh, wrote, it, it was right there. Yeah. Your brother, Shane Black. <laughs> very good, very good. Um but yes, it's a guy who initially said like to, sent out just like an anonymous um email saying send back the best screenplay you've read this year that isn't in production, and then he and then he puts out he puts together a list. So and then and then they they have pulled from that. So it's not like one movies that have been like blacklisted as like shouldn't be. Oh made. yeah, I didn't think okay. that. All right, all right, just wanted to make sure. Although I get, I get, at, at first I thought it was that when you when you mentioned it, I gotcha. didn't realize it was like it was like somebody's somebody's crowdsourced list of the best movies that haven't been made. Yeah, that's what it is. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Which yeah, I mean it's a it's a very original screenplay that. And that's executed really well. Yeah, I think it's the best. There's just there's a lot of heart in it throughout. I mean, even, I mean, even the idea of him, you know, finding a whole new persona, you know, or or at least thinking he did, and then realizing it's not 
him despite Marissa Tomei's objection. But, <laughs> um, and she's great. She she crushed. No surprise. She crushes her. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure I wouldn't give her a call back. It's unbelievable on that. On that yeah. <laughs> true, true. Especially after 45 minutes. <laughs> he was nervous. <laughs> As always, despite our wagon wheel coffee table, our Michael Jackson jackets, and our New Balance 407s, we'd like to thank you for continuing to be in a relationship with us. Be sure to subscribe wherever you are listening, and please give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks, and go to bed.